Welcome back to the Sporting Goss on this Tuesday, a wet and wintry day. We've had plenty to talk about on the show, but there was no busier social media last night than the social media of our next guest, Rachel Lynch, an outstanding human being who has done enormous things for the Are You OK space, but more importantly for her right now, she's back in the Australian Hockey Roos setup and has been selected to go to Tokyo to the games. I predict you're a one happy lady this morning. Good morning and congratulations. Hello, Goss. Thank you. Yes, I'm um, still on a bit of a high about the whole thing. It has been tough. It has been a really tough time for you. Um, and the, the reasons are obvious. Uh, you were caught up in what was a, uh, a realignment, a recalibration of the, of the team. It's coaching staff. It's back of house staff. It's inquiries. You were in the thick of it. You're out of the team and you're back in. Where were you coming from? Where were you coming from when you were had to start all over again, so to speak, in regards to where you were placed in this whole, uh, well, drama for the better for the better part? Yeah, um, it's it's been a really difficult time, as you said. It's um, a, well, a roller coaster for, for everyone, really. Our program was put in the spotlight. You know, hockey doesn't get a lot of media attention normally, and this time it was for the wrong reasons. But uh, essentially, it did shed some light on a few things that maybe needed a change, a bit of a shake-up. Um, so for me, yeah, it was um, really difficult. I was tracking along nicely, preparing for the Olympics and, um, yeah, and then got the news that I was not in the squad. So um, during that time, it meant that I had to do a lot of training by myself. I was still very committed to getting back in and um, going to the Olympics and just kept that in the back of my mind every day when I got up and went for my bike ride or did my session. Um, but yeah, I mean, all the hard work paid off. So I'm, I'm feeling pretty grateful. Yeah. Well, I'm watching, I'm looking at a photo as we speak now of you holding up an oversized boarding pass in front of the Australian <laughs> Olympic uh, team. You look so proud and the smile is genuine and you're a smiler at the best of times, but I, I imagine there were some very dark times. Yeah, there were, there really was. And I've, I've never been through anything like that before. You know, as an athlete, you, you have your, your form and your ability questioned along the way and we're used to receiving critical feedback. But um, this time it was a little bit more personal and about my character and, and that really hurt me. Um, but it also fueled me to make sure I really stuck to my guns and, and sort of showed and proved that, you know, I'm, I'm a good person and mm. I do the right thing and I'm selfless and want to do the best for the team. Um, so I think having been through what I have, it just made me so much more determined to... Um, not not prove a point, but yeah, I guess um, use it as a weapon that like, you know, try and stop me now. I guess that was kind of my attitude. And now that I'm here, I, I am. I'm really proud of myself for, for the way that I did it. Rightfully so. I want to read the words, a few words on your post from last night on Instagram. Through some very dark times, I stuck to my true values of being honest, being kind, working bloody hard and acting with integrity. I love this team and know we will make Australia proud. Do you think the Are You OK space that you've worked so uh, strongly in and uh, you've done so much uh, in that area over the last uh, few years, it's been a big part of it, do you think that helped you? 100%. It, it helped me, but it also made me realise um, my my own networks and the people around me, mm. how much they've taken it on too, because I, I could tell in the, the language that people use when they were checking on me, um, I tried very hard to to practice what I preach and, and a lot of times when people ask me I said no I'm not I had to be very open with my family um, you know at, at the probably darkest point I said to my mum I was like I think I need you to come over she lives in Melbourne um, and yeah there were some really tough days and 
even Are You OK themselves, they reached out to me regularly. I had people that, not just, you know, one off, it was like right the way through. Even some of my teammates, it was like a daily message of, you know, checking in and, and I was so grateful for that. But even for me, it was about being honest with, with myself and being honest with the people around me that I'm not okay um, and, I, and I had support and I reached out to people but I also just had to sit with that fact that I wasn't doing well and um, you know I, I'm so grateful for the people that helped me through that because it, it makes such a difference. One thing you have always been and as you've said in that post there after being selected in the Australian uh, team to go to the games we're chatting with Rachel Lynch who's just a quality young lady and I've uh, had a bit to do with over the journey uh, as, as on a professional sense but can I just say this to you or ask you, when you say you get down and, and the times are dark and you're calling your mum or that uh, network around you, what are we talking about? How dark? Um, it's, it's funny. I've, I've been with Are You OK? and I've been involved in mental health for probably eight or nine years. And often when I speak about it, I'm very much about the preventative and the well-being and um, all of that. And I've, I've never had a story about myself mm. uh, or someone close to me, whereas during this time I reflected, it's like, yeah, I, I did have my own mental health um, issues going on. You know, I've, I felt anxious. I, I didn't want to be in groups. You know, the, the first day I went down to the hockey stadium, I felt sick. And, you know, there's even people involved and it's just like the, the trauma of what was what I was going through and what was happening was so strong that it just, yeah, it just made me feel really anxious. And the fact that it was so unknown, because it was such a waiting, a long wait, you know, we thought it would be done in two weeks and it took over 150 days. Um, and yeah, it's just something that I've never experienced before. And, you know, I already saw a psychologist just from a preventative point of view, and she played a really key role during this time, you know, helping me through that. But um, yeah, I, I guess it, it was my first experience with, you know, mental health personally. Where were you when you get the phone call or the the straight face-to-face or the letter? or I mean, how were you told you were back in the Hockey Roos team to go to Tokyo? Um, can you tell us that what that moment was like? Yeah, there was a few milestones along the way because initially it was um, the appeal itself. So winning the appeal, that was a really, really key um, moment. Um, you know, we'd worked really hard and had a legal team. You know, Lab and Legal were amazing and they... Um, did it for us to help us because they were just, you know, really kind people and hours and hours and hours fighting for us. So that was a key moment. Then it was back in the squad. Um, that particular moment when I got that email, um, I cried for an hour because my mate Georgie didn't get back in. And that was devastating because we were sort of going through this together and she didn't, you know, she didn't deserve that. So um, the final one was the Olympic team. I chose to go away just to be by myself. So I was and just sitting at the beach and got the email and I prepped myself to not be on the list. And then when it was on there, I just, yeah, jumped up and down and made a few phone calls to some very happy family members. You say you prepared yourself not to be on the list. Was that just so the fall wouldn't be so great if you weren't or did you genuinely think you wouldn't be there? Uh, I guess I'd lost a bit of hope. I, having been through what I had, naturally I was a little bit... Um, pessimistic because I felt like when it did happen I was doing everything right you know I was in good form I'd, I'd won you know the international goalie of the year um, I felt like I was a real team player very professional all of those things and that's when I got dropped so this time around it was um, you know doing my attitude had always been I need to get myself to a point where they have to pick me 
because if you know every coach wants to win, um, and we went away to New Zealand, had the opportunity there where we were sharing between four keepers. Um, we would set the task of literally your job is to not let the ball in the net, and um, I managed to you know play well and keep the least amount of goals, um, let the least amount of goals in. So I knew I'd done everything right, but I still had that fear of what if it happens again. So um, the fact I'd prepped myself as much as that's not normally how I'd approach it, it just meant that the seeing my name on the list was um, even more exciting. You have to focus now on the next stage, and that is Tokyo and the games and preparing for those games as a professional that you are. You've mentioned Georgie Morgan, who didn't make it, didn't get through. Um, has Have you reached out to her and will you continue to do so? And can would you share with us how she's feeling right now? Yeah, George is a really good friend of mine and um, I guess it, it brought us closer together going through the experience, unfortunately. Um, but, you know, I, I just have so much respect for her as an athlete and person. She worked very hard. She's been a bit unlucky with some um, injuries and different things along the way. Um, but it, it was a, a time where no one else could really understand what it was like and we were able to lean on each other during that. Um, And that's why I was just so bitterly disappointed that she didn't get back in. But the one positive is, um, I tell you what, probably a bit like me, she's going to come back stronger than ever and mentally and physically. And I think she's got a long career ahead because I I still believe she's one of the best defenders in the world. So long after I retire, I'm sure I'll be able to enjoy watching her um, dominating for the hockey round again. I don't want to harp on the past because we need to talk about the future. Just in regards to the inquiry, the appeal and what took place, is there any anger in you and anger towards those or have you moved on? I've, I've had to yeah, really try and um, focus on the now, not, not even so much the future, because it's really hard. Like If you get caught up in, in those thoughts, it's really hard to focus on your, your job and for me right now, it's it's helping our group get to the Olympics and win a gold medal. So, um, you know, I think there will be times where I'll be able to reflect back on, on what's happened. And, you know, I keep a, a journal and write things down because that's my way of getting any thoughts out of my head and then moving on from them. So um, at the end of the day, my focus is on the girls and the players and uh, what we can achieve because once you're out on the pitch, it, it doesn't matter what what anyone else is doing in the organisation or all the other stuff going on. So, um yeah, that's that's what keeps me on track. I'm doing this for the girls. Ah, very good. And how is the prep going? Obviously, uh, not far away now. You've got the big ticket. You got the. You're going to put that in a frame. Do you put that in? <laughs> are you uh, are you put that in a frame, or does it go in? Does it go in the page in the book? I mean, what do you do with that beautiful boarding pass? <laughs> it goes straight to Melbourne. Mum, mum has a pretty good collection of these <laughs> sorts of things. That's cool. <laughs> my my small apartment's not big enough for um oversized oversized boarding passes, but it's currently <laughs> on my fridge, um, so that I can. Look at it. It's a daily reminder. Probably stops me from eating something rubbish out of the fridge. But uh, <laughs> the prep's going well. We had a very wet and horrible morning training this morning, but it's great. Everyone's really focused. We had a couple of sessions just with the 16, uh, but the squad will rejoin us as of tomorrow. And we know the importance of, of the girls that weren't selected and anything can happen. So they've still got an opportunity. So looking forward to being reunited with them because they're an important part of our group too. 
you took a long time to come to the phone to do this interview and I sort of know <laughs> I sort of know the reasons why and I thought I'd done something wrong and I thought, oh, well, I've only ever been a supporter. I'm just trying to think through it. But I understand why. Uh, you needed to have everything ticked off in your own mind and in your, in your setup and it wasn't going to be all about you. It is all about you, the team and the journey that you've been on. It is a, it's a remarkable story of resilience and fighting for what was deservedly yours, uh, Rachel Lynch, and I'm incredibly proud of you and we'll be cheering you on. You are very much a part of that Hockey Roos team and you always were, even when you were on the outer. So from me personally, congratulations. And from everyone who knows you, has worked with you, has been in your friendship group, um, we're riding this one through all the way to Tokyo and while you're there. And we, we hope you, whatever happens, you just have the time of your life. Thanks, Scott. It means a lot and, yeah, appreciate the support, but you're more than welcome to ring me for a chat any day of the week. <laughs> there she is. Absolute delight. Rachel Lee, even from Victorian, she's a really nice girl. We'll take a break. We'll come back. This is Sporting Goss.